the absolute craziest thing I have ever had happen to me while playing Rocket League happened the other day. In Rocket League? In Rocket League. All right, what happened? So I'm playing with my friend. I'm playing with Pat, right? And this dude, so you know Pat's Rocket League name is P. Carpinelli. And this dude goes, Pat Carpinelli? Types his name out. And I was like, hey, yo, what? And he was like, I think I know him. And I was like, where from? And he was like, Jersey, Seton Hall Prep. And I was like, this is Pat. Like, where? I mean, I'm not Pat, but the other one's Pat. Like, yeah, and he goes, nah, you're you're absolutely fucking with me. I was like, I'm not fucking with you. And Pat uh, was like, ask him his name. And it was Pat's like friend from high school that he hadn't talked to since high school. Holy shit. Okay. We like, we like hilarious. We like randomly. I mean, the dude was smurfing on us heavy. I mean, okay. I, we think we I think he let us win because we won like seven six in overtime. And then Pat said later on that the kid said he was like GC two. Um, so he very clearly let us win, but it, it was just the craziest thing. Like, imagine you hop on a game and somebody's like, I know you. That's pretty nuts. And now they like have been talking and they like, yeah, play together soon. Like, all right. I I I want that to happen to me. Like no. you 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 were you were not expecting me to say that, were you? Like no, I I was genuinely expecting you to be like, yeah, no. Uh, I was getting smurfed so hard. I was gonna be like, who had a flip reset double tap on you? And I was that like, dude, that's that already was playing happened us. to me. I mean, yeah, yeah. We did just lose Bro. a game that we really. I'm annoyed about that. I'm. Annoyed oh about my that. god. But back but to the let's not talk about that. But yeah, I just no. running running into friends in random online lobbies. Am I right? Congrats, Pat. Um, also, sorry. like he he listens. He listens to this show. He actually does. He tells me he listens. So this is going to be funny for him. So hey, Pat, if you're listening, go. I've told this story like eight times, and now more random people get to hear it. Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing, Carl? Single finger gun? Double finger gun. We're always doing that. We're doing good. How are we, Brian? I'm good. Um, It's been like, what, this is three weeks since our last episode because you're saying bye to people and I've been busy with school and then, oh, um, my internet decided to cut out <laughs> mid-recording last week, so... You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, we've actually not been as inconsistent as you guys probably believe. We've been, um, a lot of things have happened. Yeah, I mean, We have I had some recordings, by the way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. One of them was, I didn't edit an episode, I think I mentioned. Well, I didn't mention that because we didn't post last week. So I didn't edit an episode because I was in the process of a job hunt. Yep. Um, getting ready for an interview and then last week my internet cut out and i lost like two minutes of carl and like 10 minutes of me so i couldn't really piece anything together yeah, and bizarre, um so now it's two ten in the morning eastern standard time and carl and i are on the mics so yep. 
it's a normal time. <laughs> let's 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 roll into some Champions League action here. Uh, these are the Tuesday, October twenty fifth games. Obviously, it's very early Wednesday morning. We're not going to talk about the Wednesday the twenty sixth matches because by the time Even though, I yeah. upload this, they'll have been played. So it doesn't really matter what we're going to say about what we think they're going to happen. We'll just talk about them at another date. Yeah, because we have no clue if Liverpool is going to play well. We'll get into that later. And also, like, another Bayern smacking Barcelona is probably in the making. But we'll see Yo, what actually, happens the only The that. only thing I will say on that, because this will be relevant to prior to the game and after the game. Did you see the video of Thomas Muller recording saying, Louis, we're coming for you? Yeah. I'd be scared. I, I want to see a hat trick, but from Lewandowski, and then like, like Bayern score like seven. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I want to see like at least ten goals in that match. Okay, okay. So let's let, let's get into it. Let's get into yep. it very, very, very quickly, just to brush over this real quick. PSG beat Maccabi Haifa seven two, and the only they thing I'm missing. But the only thing I'm noting about this is it's terrifying to look at a stat line and see Messi two goals, Mbappe two goals, Neymar goal. Yeah. That is all. That yeah. is all. Maccabi Haifa was never going to win this game. No. But yeah, yeah. Before we get into any of the other bigger things I want to mention. So Shakhtar Donetsk drew Celtic and missed one of the most wide open sitters I have ever seen in my entire life. I haven't seen this actually. Yeah, so I I am not gonna try and butcher this name. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this. I'm gonna go for this. Um, Mika Leo Mudrik, the 21 year old Ukrainian that Donetsk thinks is worth a very large sum of money, and probably is because he's a phenomenal player. Laid a ball off across the box. His teammate, who I don't know who it was because I just saw the clip, overran it, got a bad touch, and the ball just slowly trickled three inches wide of the post. Keeper wasn't in net because the keeper got beat by the ball. The defenders were beat. All dude had to do was like, dink. Well, or just like get a half decent touch. Yeah. Like he he got a bad touch and the ball rolled wide. Yeah. yeah. Unsurprisingly, Chelsea beat Salzburg. Sevilla wow. beat Con or I'm um, not Con. Um, I don't know why I said Con. They beat Copenhagen. Makes sense. Um, Milan bent Zagreb over a barrel, horrible bosses style, and showed them yeah. all fifty states. Yeah. And then there was the shocker. There were two shockers, actually. Well, no, what, think, what, one of no. them wasn't a shocker. Let's get no. into that one first. But it, Benfica, it's just... Benfica beating Juve was not a shocker. No, not at all. But Juve, the, there is Juve, a shocker in that match. Hit me. Juve not making That's any not further. A shocker. But like. They're Juve trash. the past couple of years have been they're so trash. dominant. I know. I'm it's sorry, so but they're weird. trash. It's so weird. They're they're hot garbage. And I, I was talking I was talking to my friend Caleb, who's a Juve supporter, 
And he, I was like, you guys need to sack Allegri. And he's like, we can't afford it. It'll cost us like 35 mil. And yeah. I was like, okay, but missing the Champions League next round will cost you 30 mil-ish. And then missing the Champions League next year will cost you more money. Yeah. And cut your losses now. So the only honest shocker for me here was that when Benfica were up 4-1, Juve mounted a comeback through Milik and McKinney, and they scored two in two minutes. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not surprised in the slightest by the result of this match. Oh, no. I, it, it, I it's am... just surprising that Juve got dominated in the group stages the way that they did. It's like, it's surprising because it's Juve, but given the way they've been playing this yeah, year, it's not surprising. It's understandable. It's, I guess it's surprising to see a club that two years ago was at such great heights to have this. fallen so much. Yeah, yeah, but the real shocker: Leipzig, 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 yeah. Leipzig, Real Madrid's unbeaten run to start the season is over. Yep. Um, Vardy. Congratulations, Nkunku. Werner. Congratulations, Unkunku. I, I, I yeah. want to repeat once again. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. beauty. Also, Real yes, yes. pulled it back, but like to a certain degree. They weren't able to surmount the full comeback. Real did not pull it back. If you're wondering, it was a 90 plus three Rodrigo penalty when they were down 3 1. No. But like in terms of like possession and I'm talking about overall game. I'm not talking about like overall score. Like, uh, I mean, fair, but Real is always going to out possess Leipzig based on the midfield. And it comes down to Leipzig had more shots. They were more clinical. Yes. That was the main thing in that regard. Yeah, Leipzig, when they actually had the ball in the attacking third, were very threatening. Real sort of felt like most of the time they do feel really threatening and they overlap extremely well. They sort of felt more stagnant. I'm just saying that they picked it up like later on in the game. Of course, like it didn't mean anything like like they scored a goal and then had a consolation goal in the end to make like the score look more reasonable. But it's just the fact that like they did start they playing a little RB bit Lipsy. better, but they got smacked for the beginning of it. Yeah, I like mean, I, I'm yeah. I, I'm shocked. I am absolutely shocked by this result. I didn't think this was possible. In like, of course, it is possible, but like, yeah, like, yeah. Who expects? Honestly, seeing Man City tight dormant, I know like Man City didn't really play anyone, but still. Well, it's like, not that... that they didn't play anyone. It's just like when the subs happened. Like, Akanji replaced Cancelo at the half. Not yeah. huge, but loses creativity. Bernardo Silva replaced Holland at the half. That's big. Yeah. One of the bigger things is Riyad Mahrez missed a penalty. And by yeah. missed, I mean, um, Kobel made a phenomenal save. Yeah. But that's really, that's really all I got for that match. I mean, City had over 70% possession, but they didn't look 
threatening. Yeah. Dortmund had 27% possession, but had more shots, same amount of big chances. But, but they didn't really feel that threatening either. Oh, yeah. Did you watch? No. Well, I watched, that, like, then, a little bit. Like, so I, I, watched, I, I, I caught it, and, like, I didn't watch the entire thing. I watched the last 10 minutes of the first half and the entire second half, and Dortmund looked threatening. There were I moments saw... where Dortmund genuinely looked threatening. Okay. I, I saw... Reyna played a ball to um, Adyemi that I thought could have been finished. Okay. Um, Makoko was doing a good job of getting in behind. Julian I did Brandt see that. Was being I did see Makoko having a game. So, so I I honestly think if anyone was going to win this match, I do think it should have been Dortmund, even though City got that penalty. Deserved penalty, by the way. But, yeah, not going to lie. I think City's um, just one of those teams that, like, even when I see the pressure like that, I still don't, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, before we move on to the Premier League, I just need to make a note. I know we're not doing video, but Carl looks like an absolute idiot right now. He he's he's got his hood on his sweatshirt like half pulled up and it's like kind of covering his mouth a little bit and his it's headphones like are his chin. headphones are over his hood. Yeah. Like he kind of looks a little bit like a baby that's dad just won the Super Bowl. I look like a thumb, like just a green thumb. I mean, I can't say I look any better. I'm literally wearing a stitch tank top, but I just had just I just had to make a note of that Carl just Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's cold. Like I don't care. Like it's starting to get cold. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um Prem time? Premier League. Prem time? Yeah. Premier League. Premier League. So where do you want to start with this? Um because I know where I want to start. I feel like we could talk about one simple thing. We'll we'll start with the latest or the latest game. I was gonna, I was gonna start with um, what the hell is going on with Liverpool? No, I wanted to do the other part because that part I I I like when you like feel salty at the end of it. I wanted to get the saltiness out first, Carl. No. All right, fine, fine. Judge, just because I don't want to leave a sour note. So given the fact that um, our episode about me being all happy about beating Man City got cut off by bad internet, I'm still annoyed about that. But Liverpool goes (laughs) That's so funny. Liverpool goes from a 7-1 win or something like that at Rangers. Um... Then they beat Manchester City. And all the Liverpool supporters are like, we're back. Yeah, let's go. We just beat City. How did we lose to Nottingham Forest? You're trash. We are inconsistent, hot garbage. I found and it I, so funny how big we were talking up fucking Van Dyke. I don't want to talk about it. I just like, I understand that Klopp <laughs> is in the middle of changing formations and there's a lot of stuff going on, but Liverpool should be beating Forrest with their eyes closed and their hands tied behind their back. 
any day of the week. Any day of the week. I mean, I do think if they played again tomorrow, Liverpool would probably win that match. But Forrest won the one that matters in the Prem, and fuck that. I just, like, I'm so confused as to what's going on with my favorite club because, I mean. I completely forgot about how happy Brian really was in our last recording that wasn't posted. I'm so mad that um, that didn't get posted. I I just want you all to know that Brian was like a kid walking into, like, a candy shop and then the owner saying it's free candy day with the kid, like, having, like, a dollar fifty in his pocket, so like he and just then, actually and then, gets anything on, he on. wants. And then the forest match happened, and the owner of the candy shop was like, "Oh shit, my bad. That was last week." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> it, it's a shock. So, so we were actually talking about it in that match. We said that they need to be consistent in order for us to really be rating them like that. Um. And they're not consistent, so they're they just, just aren't. inconsistent and hot garbage. Like, if we're looking at the table right now, eighth is deserved. Eighth is deserved, yes. Granted that it could be seventh because they have that game in hand on Fulham. Completely um, fair. I would argue that our title hopes are long gone. Truly believe that. Um it's a fight now just through the end of the season. Can Liverpool make top four? I still think y'all can make top four. I think we will make top four. I mean, I, eventually they'll get their shit together. Eventually. I think City may stay like that. I think Arsenal has the potential to come back to earth. Yo, wait, just to link two things that we talked about before, because we're still talking about Liverpool at the moment. Did you see, um, I mean, Val posted this to the Instagram, but did you see the the young player who's going to be a free transfer this summer who Liverpool are very highly linked with? Yeah. Uh, I'd be very happy with that. I'd be very happy with that. You're going to try to get teammates from the same team. You're going to be like all in on Bellingham and Nkunku, or not Nkunku, fucking Makoko. Well, and the thing with Makoko is he's a free transfer. Yeah, he's disgusting. The main thing is that he's like showing real glimpses of like brilliance. Like he Mm -hmm. hasn't been given the entire opportunity yet to do it on the massive stage. So I, I like that he is developing little by little. Me and my coworkers yes. were actually speaking about that a little more. Um, I truly believe that he should probably stay another year at Dortmund, despite like I agree. So everything. I agree with you. I think the best move for Liverpool is to sign him on a free and yeah. loan him back to Dortmund for the year. Yeah, because he's not gonna play. He's not gonna play in Liverpool the slightest. Yet. And it's going to stunt his development and he's not going to sign Dortmund's not going to want to sign him to a one year contract because no. that's just stupid. So he's going to sign on a free and then wherever and wherever he signs should loan him back to Dortmund for maybe even two years. Yeah. I mean, the dude turns 18 on November 20th. Yeah. The, the he's man is 17. Child. 
And like you can tell by the way that he plays that he has the talent and that he just needs some growth physically in order to fully be yes. able to body players off in that certain way. Like it, it's very similar. I actually saw a very funny basketball clip recently. Uh, you know, Steven Adams, right? Yeah. So Steven Adams is essentially a massive, like, like everyone knows the rock. He essentially is the rock, but as like a center. So he's like six, 10 and like just massive, massive, like tribal tattoo. The second or third or the third overall pick in this draft was Jabari Smith Jr., a kid out of Auburn. And he was like dominating kids in college because he was just like really big and strong. Better. Yeah. And Steven Adams pancaked him. Uh, they were lining up uh, for tip off and Jabari Smith tried to like shoulder into him, like to get a little ground. Didn't move an inch. Yeah, of course. Didn't I move mean, an inch. Yeah, that's a good that's a good kind of little anecdote just because um Makoko's so used to dominating at the younger ages. I mean, his his youth goal scoring record is absurd. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna talk more about this as it develops. I mean, he's not eligible to sign anything until January and it's October. Yeah. So there's still a lot to come. Um I wouldn't think that it's guaranteed that Liverpool's signing him. It's right now there's a lot of interest on Liverpool's behalf because it's an amazing talent, but I bet you a lot of other teams are hopping in on this race. So I, I'm not personally gonna keep on harping on this too crazy. Um but it is interesting to see where these players are finally moving to because Bellingham's sort of on the move, so it would be really interesting for teammates, uh, current teammates, to move on to the same team as well. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's so, touch so how, on... How yeah. happy were you um, when Thank you found Thank you, Casemiro. Out... Yeah, I mean... I feel like that's all I can say. That was nah, crazy. Nah. Thank you. You want to know who you should be thanking? Who? Keppa and his bad positioning. Yeah, but like, thank you, Casemiro. Casemiro Keppa, really Keppa started almost, balling. Keppa almost made that save, but he was a little too far forward. Keppa really started balling. That was pretty sick. But but Keppa, Keppa's been balling lately, so I'm not going to hold it against him. Sometimes as a keeper, you're one step too far one way, one step too far the other, and you get beat. It was yeah. a nice arcing header. It was a that was nice... the main thing. It, it was a nice header. Like I, I can't it put that much been... blame on Keppa. No, I'm just a goal. Just because of because of his past, a, like we do I'm, have I'm, to I'm call also, him on his shit. I'm also a goalkeeper, so like I see goalkeepers differently than you do. Yeah, and he was slightly off position, but that kind of shit happens, yeah. and. It it doesn't take away from the header, and it doesn't take. I mean, Keppa almost got there anyway. I mean, he did That's get true. there. He hit it off the post, and then it trickled in. The ball only went in by like tiny. Yeah. 
like very very little margin. That's why but, I was so excited. Like, uh, thank you, Casemiro. Casemiro Selly. Yeah. Was, was. Unreal. Yeah. Um. The the. I'm passion. upset about Veron. See, I'd be. Are you upset about Veron because Veron's injured, or are you upset about Veron because it means Harry Maguire is going to come back on the field? That one. <laughs> I, I like I, I'm I it, it, like Lindelof like will have to be in the starting lineup now. I'd take Lindelof over Harry. Yeah, obviously, but Lindelof has an injury history, and like he's there a bunch, but. Chances are Harry is going to be on the bench a bunch. Well, yeah, especially because Lindelof, not... Lindelof is who got put in to replace Veron. Yeah. Yeah. But back to Casemiro. He just, he, he brings that winning mentality that players at Man U have lacked over the last however many years. And I keep it. Yeah, yeah, you go first. He he brings that that we're never out of it feeling that Real Madrid yeah. always have. It, it, yeah. Winning mentality might not be the right word, but it's the word I'm using, just or the phrase I'm using because I guess it's the dog fight. It's the it's the the competitiveness. Yeah, we're we're in this they because the, we are like, who we are. Yeah. They have and the spirit and the talent to back it up. That was Man U under Fergie. And I'm not saying that's Man U now because it's not oh, Man U now. No. But but Casemiro brings that back. Yeah. Yeah. What I like currently about Man U that will just, this is the final point about this game. Congratulations for drawing Chelsea, this game was literally nothing until the 87th minute. Um, that's all I can really like. If you if you want to know the true analysis of this game, uh, the the final 10 minutes, probably some of the best football you watch, but nothing happened up to that point. Um, man, you just looks like they're f- having fun. Like, I, I really enjoy it. they look genuinely competitive uh but they look like they're having fun like Anthony looks like he's enjoying his time there like Fred's really implementing extremely well uh Anthony is a baller I was not expecting it to that degree I knew he was good I didn't think it was going to be this soon I didn't think he was this good like this soon I I I knew he was good Okay, it's the soon factor for you too. Okay. Yeah, bro, the fact that he's doing like like the the first day that he was on Man U's pitch, I was he like scored. what? Yeah. What? Like the the long shots that he took during that game and the way that he was putting balls in the middle and he scored. But like just those alone, like he didn't have to score. I was like, this man's fun to watch. Like he he's just different. So I I just personally like the dog fight that's within Man U right now, and they look like they're really having fun going out there. 
Like, of course, Delo's getting broken every once in a while. Like, Sancho isn't, like, as dominant as he was in the Bundesliga, but he's starting to pick up his performances. They're fun to watch. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Newcastle so, Tottenham. Well, I was I was just going to say, okay. I was just going to say, if you had to guess as a football fan, anybody at home, I just need you to ponder this for a second. Pause the episode just to think about this. If somebody asked you, after 12 matches played, to name your top four in the Premier League in order, think to yourself who you would have and the order you would have it. And then if you said that you would have had Arsenal 1, City 2, Spurs 3, and Newcastle 4, you were stop lying. Bull- stop bullshitting yourself because you didn't. Yeah. And, like, I don't mean to be rude about that, but nobody. I mean, we all thought Newcastle was going to be good. And, yes, Chelsea have a game in hand. And, yes, that game is against a struggling Brighton side. But. it's It's the fact Newcastle is currently in fourth. Well, actually, that game might not be against a struggling Brighton side. That's just their next match is that Brighton side. Yeah. It's just the fact that Newcastle is balling. They are playing so well. So well. Miguel Almiron is the most improved player of the season by far. Oh, yeah. He, he, he has been out of this world. Out of this world. He has been a revelation for them. Like, really? Like, really? And... They they went into Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which has become something of a fortress under Conte, and kind of dominated. Wasn't didn't someone say, "Oh yeah, I don't want to like pull an Almiron," and like um, it was it was Jack Grealish saying that somebody was playing like Almiron. Yeah. And, since since those comments, Almiron has scored like six or seven goals, and Grealish has scored one. Yeah, so I just want to say, Almiron, you're doing I it saw, right. I saw something of Almiron talking to Eddie Howe, and somebody captioned it with Eddie Howe saying, oh, don't worry, I'll take Longstaff off soon. He's playing like Grealish. <laughs> Which, that, that got me. That got me. But That's quality. Honestly, so... There Revelation. Are... I, I, I just had to mention, like, the, the, the man's, I'm pretty sure, top four in goals right now. He, he's fifth. Um, he is a revelation, like what Brian was saying. The, the man is just ridiculous right now. The way this Newcastle so can side we, can is we, can we Can we just say, can we say, so he's fifth, but he's normal person fourth. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because. I mean, Holland, Holland has more goals scored already this season than, like, fifth place in the Golden Boot had all of last season. Yeah. Yeah. But also, another thing for all of our listeners at home to just stop, take a second, maybe pause it if you want to think about this. If you had to guess the three teams in the Premier League this far into the season that only have one loss... One of them would surely be Manchester City. 
That makes sense. But my guess is the other one you would guess is Liverpool. Damn wrong on yeah, that one. Definitely wrong. You didn't have Newcastle there. No, no, I'm presuming you'd have like maybe I, I could Spurs, Arsenal, see. Chelsea, or Arsenal. You said Arsenal twice. Uh, I said. Uh, you I said Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, Arsenal. Yeah, I, I don't even have my own team in that conversation. I just, I'm just so overwhelmingly impressed with Newcastle. I'm so overwhelmingly impressed with how fast they have turned everything around. I'm so impressed with Eddie Howe and how he's managed this side and managed the pressure of becoming the first manager of their high-profile money takeover. And the signings they've made have been calculated. They haven't been splashy. And I mean, the Gamara signing was a little bit of both, but they've been more calculated than anything. And they, they have been exceptional. They have been on one, as I like to say, they're one of the best teams to watch in the prem. They're thoroughly exciting. They like the way that Pope's playing in goal Congratulations. You deserve I was just I was about to mention. So the signings, the three major signings I'm looking at for their side. Well, no, I'm saying this past Uh, this past window. Window that were incredibly calculated to me were Pope, Sven Botman, Mm -hmm. and Alexander Isaac. Eddie Howe's ability also to have turned Joe Linton into a player that can play up top or play in the midfield. Yeah, that's actually the craziest revelation. It's just overall, he's done an unbelievable job. And I don't know. I just think really the only way they go from here is cash. Like, like, let's be honest, cash, but they. And you're going to hate what I'm about to say. None of them have been stupid Man U moves, though. I was about to say, they haven't splashed cash like Man U have. No, they they aren't like, here's 80 mil because fucking, you know, we have that sort of money. So, like, you require that from us. That's not the way that deals work. And they just look for the best players in that current moment that fit their system best rather than just a name. Like yep. you don't always need a name in order to like develop a side because guess yep. what? If you get a lot of players who all play extremely well, a name will develop. It, it it's a matter of the sport. Like it, Carl. In the in the three years of us doing this show, that is one of the most profound things in terms of squad building I have heard you say. Yeah, you don't need a name when. You get players that play as a collective because a collective will create a name. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like I, I hate to do this. I like pull it pull it pull it back to Liverpool because I, I don't want to do it for Man U. Like when they signed um Actually, my example, my example for Liverpool of a place on a collective creating a name is Jordan Henderson. He's a phenomenal player and he was on the radar before 
I mean, before Klopp got there, but once Klopp got there and instituted this system, the system brought the best out of Jordan Henderson. I don't think Jordan Henderson would have turned into the player that he is for club and country and the leader Mm -hmm. that he is for club and country had it not been for that system. I I think the talent was always there, but that's that's my best example. I, I, I don't know why I even thought like that hard. Van Dyke and Mane, like Van Dyke, oh, no, uh, maybe I don't know. Both both because... were on Southampton, and like Van Dyke was like sort of young, whatever. But like it, Van Dyke sort of seemed like he was becoming stagnant at Southampton. Like he he yeah, had the Van talent, Dyke... but it sort of seemed like he would be like maybe what Tyrone Mings is right now. I disagree more with Mane than I do with Van Dyke. Um, because actually, no, yeah, I, Mane was blowing up. Mane was. Blowing I think up. no matter no matter where Mane went, he was Mane was going somewhere else. Out. Yeah, but we don't need to go too far into this. Van Dyke one, I thought Carl was said. Right. I thought the Henderson one was a little bit better. I, that, that, yeah, it's better, but I mean, it is my club, so I. Yeah, and I didn't didn't want to do it with Man U because I talk about them all the time and I do that stupid comparison bullshit, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually this is the part where we talk about what matches we're most excited for for next week, but I'm I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm excited for the match week, but. I'm excited because Man U may win against West Ham. In a convincing yeah. way. Because West Ham I mean, sucked other, this season. Other than that, there's not too much I'm excited about. Like, maybe the reaction that Potter's going to get going back to the Amex. But maybe Liverpool that, win a game. Shut up, Carl. <laughs> there, there's just, like, no... I mean, Liverpool leads is always exciting, but there's that's nothing true. I really want to... Honestly, that's really one of the more excited games of the season. <laughs> Yeah, but there's nothing else I really want to like fully dive into and pre-analyze. Um, I'm gonna text Val and get his predictions put onto our Excel sheet, and then I'm gonna do my best to get a graphic out there for this week's predictions. Our scores are way off on how many match days there should be because we've had so many recording snafus. I just want. But to I'm say currently winning. If we are, if we are doing it based on the last week that we did it, I am winning. By one point, Brian is cool. currently eating trash, and Val yes. is right behind me. Yeah, um, I'm putting more time into my fantasy football league than my um, Premier League predictions. <laughs> but we'll we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. This one was a little shorter, but I don't know. Adios. Mm. Catch you next Peace. week. Peace. Wah, 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 wah.